This is a Capricorn FM podcast. We're speaking to Mr. Enoch Shishenge. He wrote a column where he talks to and about parents. Says parents need to review their trust in English when it comes to education. And uh, Mr. Shishenge is from the Wena Research Institute. Mr. Shishenge, good evening. Welcome to Progressive Talk. Hey, good evening, good evening, good to have you on, on the show. Well, so in, in, in that uh, opinion piece you wrote, you're saying yeah. parents should review their trust in English when it comes to education. What is the background to this? I actually realized uh, uh, that uh, most of the parents do not actually like the African languages to be the languages of education or the languages that they can actually uh, give their children education. And that on its own, it means culture is lost along the way if um, they are actually giving education, rather accessing education uh, in uh, English. And and you have observed this in in different areas. I see in in the example you gave is uh, is in Gauteng in Midrand. Yes. Mm, what is your observation there? Uh, yeah, my observation is that uh, in in the um, areas that you are staying, uh, which is an urban area, mm. you find that um, um, even after the attainment of uh, democracy and freedom. Mm. We are still actually utilizing the uh, English language, even the schools that are actually uh, predominantly black. Mm. You find that we do not actually access uh, education in uh, our our home languages. Saying that, uh, uh, what is the problem if we actually uh, study our languages as home languages? and we go and actually uh, study English as a home language. English is not our home language. And uh, uh, if we are doing that, along the way we are seriously uh, uh, doing away with our culture, and uh, our children are the ones that are going to suffer because uh, these are the children that we are actually giving this education uh, in this uh, English language as their home language. You know, you realize that... uh, in grade uh, one to grade three, when kids access education, uh, the access education in their home languages in the townships and the rural villages. Mm. But uh, in the urban areas, it is so difficult to have your children actually uh, learning Shitong, uh, learning uh, Chizenda. There is a, a, a case study that I have actually made in one of the articles, not this one. Uh, that in Midland primary schools, there are a lot of uh, the Zenda and the Tonga-speaking people, but uh, the parents are not actually being active in making sure that in grade one, grade two, grade three, our children are actually accessing um, uh, education in their language. I I hear you on that point, but I also want to check, um, in the makeup of these schools as things currently stands... Is the appetite to offer this language, or are these languages already being offered? It's the parents that opt for English as a first language in any case. No, it's um, it's parents that are actually opting for English. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that, no, no, uh, but what I'm asking is, uh, are you saying in this particular school, Shitsonga, Chivenda, Sipedi is being offered, but parents so say 
I am a Mutsonga, but nonetheless, I want my child to leave Shitsonga and do English. No, not necessarily. What I'm saying is those languages are not actually offered in those uh, uh, schools. Mm. But at least uh, CPD is uh, offered as a second language, meaning that um, uh, uh, the kids do not actually uh, access uh, in their uh, actually early age, mm. like uh, when they are seven, eight, and nine. They are not actually accessing um, uh, the education in their languages. So while the parents may have a responsibility to insist that schools may offer this language, schools also need to transform to be able to offer these languages as well. Yes, I think uh, the schools, the transformation that can actually happen if it happens at the primary school, because in these uh, areas, what happens is we have what we call feeder schools. Mm. The feeder schools are the schools that are actually taking the kids from grade 7 to the secondary school, you find that uh, the languages that are offered there mm. are still actually Africans and, 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 and English. Because at the primary schools, the school, the, those primary schools are not actually transformed. And to transform uh, uh, the schools, you need to transform them from the primary schools so that uh, they start at an early age accessing education in their language. But the problem is the, most of the parents are thinking that uh, education is English, and uh, if you are not actually doing English as a first language, they think uh, you can't actually be accessing the right education. What, what do you think could be the reason behind that logic? No, I think uh, uh, parents do not actually know that uh, a language is a best right and a constitutional benefit for every child. They are still actually trapped in the colonial thinking that uh, uh, if you want to access education, a better education, it should be in English or in Afrikaans. It shows clearly that uh, uh, apartheid colonialism has actually done a very serious damage in the psychology of uh, the parents because these parents are the parents that are still young, who were supposed to be actually understanding that we need to reverse from being colonized by English. But you know, you know on, still colonized by English. Yes? On that profile of such a parent, so we're talking about an, uh, a person who is an affluent individual, perhaps, when we're talking about midrand. So you're talking about a person who perhaps have a degree themselves, who is aiming very well, who is well-read. Is that the profile of a parent yes. you're referring to? Yes, that's the kind of a parent I'm referring to. But, you know, some of the people can go to the university, but they come out without being educated. So that's the challenge that we're actually still having. Because uh, you may find that we are saying that they are well-read, but they do not actually read between the lines. Because, you see, you cannot actually separate language from education. And uh, if you uh, do not separate language from education, it means you cannot separate uh, education from culture. So if we are actually being assimilated, that even at home we speak English, we Mm. do not actually speak uh, African languages with our children, our children are going to lose identity. And we need to guard against that as Africans. As Africans, we need to have our own identity through the languages that we actually is, is there a possibility somewhere that it sometimes simply boils down to a choice that a parent makes? That you see yeah. it as 
someone neglecting their language, they see it as a different thing altogether that does not necessarily bother them. No, you are very correct because once you have this kind of uh, a debate with the parents, uh, you will find that they will say, this is a free country. Stop dictating to, to uh, us what we should actually tell our children what to do and all that. So it's a matter of actually understanding, the lack of understanding that uh, you, uh, language is culture. And people are neglecting that they just neglect it because they, they, there's a lack of uh, knowledge thereof. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Shishenge. Appreciate your time. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.